Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Rebecca Mazzino and with me is Tara Tuttle and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. So welcome listeners. Thanks for joining us today and we want to give a special shout out today to our listeners in Savannah in the US. Thank you for joining us. We know you're listening and we want to say hi. Today we're going to have a chat about bedroom storage ideas. This is following on from our master bedroom episode and now that we hope you've all had a chance to declutter those master bedrooms, we want you to start putting items away and getting a bit savvy with your storage in that space. So we're going to chat all things bedroom storage today. Yeah, so this this one is going to be, like you said, Tara, a follow-on from our uncluttered bedroom episode where we didn't really get a chance to talk too much about how to store stuff so we're going to do that today and I think you know we're going to talk about big storage and little storage and storage that doesn't look like storage and uh, other ways creative ways to store different things that we have in our bedroom but we probably won't be talking too much about wardrobes because again we want to do a whole episode on wardrobes um so that one's going to be coming up in coming months and so we won't chat too much about the wardrobe itself and organizing that but we will talk about different storage options that go around the bedroom in general and i just want to caution people um Please don't go out after you've listened to this episode and buy hundreds or thousands of dollars of new storage solutions. Have a listen um, to some of our suggestions and ideas and see if there's stuff that you've already got around your home that you can use. Um, We're not advocating starting again, but if you Mm. are looking for better ways to store your items, then these are a few options for you, but please don't please don't throw everything out and start again because that's that's not what we're advocating. We just want you to uh, shop savvy next time you're looking for something mm. or see if you can recycle yeah. or upcycle something you already have to make it more functional. Yeah, and also declutter first because there's no point in organising storage and getting it all set up when you actually don't know how much stuff you need to organize and need to store so always do the decluttering first so if you haven't listened to our episode on keeping your bedroom uncluttered I recommend you go back and listen to that first because that will help you decide what it is that's going to be living in your bedroom um, and you can then cull all the stuff that isn't and then come back and deal with storage after that. Okay, so let's dive in and the first thing I want to mention about storage in bedrooms um, master bedrooms or kids bedrooms are beds that include storage and there are some really cool options out there now with um, drawers underneath Um, you can get beds that have got shelves or hidden storage in the headboard as well and I think they're pretty cool yeah the ones that slide out yeah you can pull stuff out the side and you can hide all your you know your hand cream or your lip balm or your water bottle and all of that and then slide it back into your bed head that's pretty cool yeah that's a real minimalist look if you don't want a bedside table yeah if if you have a bed um, already that you're very happy with like I do, and my bed doesn't have drawers and it doesn't have hidden storage, you can just create your own underbed storage. So you could either use vacuum bags if you've got quite a low bed and you just need something really low and flat. You could always um, pop clothes or linen or something like that in vacuum bags in the off season and pop them um, underneath your bed. Or if you've got a bit more space, there are those big plastic 
um, like the roller boxes, almost mm. like trundle boxes with the little wheels on that you can pull out. They can be really handy or, you know, obviously an array of plastic containers, archive boxes, baskets, all sorts of stuff out there that you can find to store things under your bed but make it look attractive as well. Yeah. What have you got under your bed, Tara? I actually, at the moment, I was going to say I did have a um, a couple of baskets under there with some of our off-season linen in it um so in summer Mm. would have our electric blanket um and our winter doona and a few things but at the moment we have a mattress under our bed so it's we found ourselves we upgraded the bed in our guest bedroom from a double size bed to a queen bed and then i thought well sometimes we have families over or extras over and mattresses never go astray so we've wrapped it like shrink wrapped it in plastic Mm. and it is under our bed but it's pushed to the back so you can't see it from the doorway or walking around it um Mm. but that takes up all my under bed space at the moment so I think we're going to give it 12 months if we haven't used it in 12 months I think we'll uh pop it on gum tree and see if someone would like to come and pick it up but I said let's just hold on to it see if we use it if we don't we'll get rid of it oh okay what about you I've got a couple of those underbed storage tubs that you were talking about on wheels and they've got wrapping paper Mm -hmm. in them. And then I've got another like a fabric box which has got all my overflow cosmetics and stuff because I'm a bit of a minimalist in the bathroom. But when I've got duplicates or, you know, special makeup stuff for if I want to be fancy, which is very rare <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> I will uh, go there or if um yeah like I said if I've got duplicates or if I get samples of something I I put them in there or if I've got travel stuff I put them in that little box so I've got a box of all my overflow cosmetics under my bed and then there is a box of overflow handbags which I never use and it's probably going to get to the point where they go but um I still you know there's just like you know the I've got like a, glow, a really nice glow mesh sort of style evening bag thing and it's the only nice bag I've got but I never go anywhere nice so I never use it but it's still there for just in case. Or it's actually, Maybe it's a just for when. I think it's a just for when. It could be, actually it could be just in case really. But um, I've kept that one. So there's a couple of special use bags that I hardly ever use that are that are under there as well and Mick keeps um, one, one suitcase under there his his main suitcase and there's always a couple of shoes and my wheat bag often lives under there too because it just falls down and (laughs) stays there (laughs) I leave it there until the next time I need it (laughs) but I think that's all that's under our bed at the moment I recently did a clean out because one day we lost the remote control for our fan and it always sits a ceiling fan sorry so it always sits it's, it's got like a little holder near the door but we never use it then we use it like while we're in bed like as we're about to fall asleep turn the fan on or off or the light on or off and so it lives on the top of our bed head and one day we, one night we couldn't find it and it was like 11 30 at night and mixed turning on the lights and pulling everything apart trying to find the remote because he wanted to turn the fan on because you can't mm-hmm. turn it on without the remote and we couldn't find it for a few days we even said to the kids look did you hide it as a joke and they're like, no, 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 we swear we didn't. And I eventually pulled the whole mattress off the bed and I found it right in the middle of the bed underneath it. I don't know how it got that far down because normally if it falls down, it's just like on the edge, right in the middle. And so I did a little clean out mm-hmm. of under the, the bed at the 
um, while I when I pulled that out. And um, so I've done a real reassess, and it's nice and clean and vacuumed under there at the moment. But um, yeah, there's I think there's a couple of things that could be reassessed, but that's pretty much what we've got under ours. We've got a small bedroom, so it's helpful to have that storage. One thing I would um, caution people about with keeping stuff under their bed is trying to have lids or covers because quite often gets pretty dusty under there and it's not a place depending on the height of your bed that most standard vacuums will go so and you know even um, the smaller vacuum heads you can usually get a little way in around the edge of the bed but if you've got stuff in open containers under there quite Mm. often when you pull it out it can come out with a layer of dust yeah definitely which is pretty gross so um yeah, if you're keeping things under there and if it's in an open bar or you want open baskets so that they look attractive, just consider putting a an old tea towel or um, something like that over the top of the items within the basket just to protect them. Mm, so. Yeah, because there's a lot of dust under there. And, um, yeah, my vacuum cleaner gets under mm. there, which is good. I went in and did a good good go over when I found that that darn remote (laughs) so annoying because we don't lose stuff like we don't have a lot of stuff so losing stuff in my house doesn't happen that frequently so when it does it's really annoying the other thing I would say is if you've got plenty of storage and you don't need to store stuff under your bed having a clear space under your bed can make your room feel a lot bigger Mm. when you can see between bed legs or towards the you know the back of the wall or it just looks like a hollow cavity quite often that can create a much bigger sense of space in your room it does doesn't it um so if you don't need that storage and there's other ways that you can store things i'd encourage you to put things elsewhere as well um because although it's useful it can make your your room feel a bit more closed in Mm, definitely so one of the things you were talking about beds that have storage in them already and there was just another one I wanted to mention you know the ones where you can lift the entire mattress up and you have the whole underbed storage have you seen those Tara Mm -hmm. so those are an option for people who do need storage but I just want to caution people because I have dealt with clients who've got those and they in most cases actually say that they would prefer to have um, drawers than the bed that they just spent a lot of money on that lifts up and I'm not, not saying that it's not for everyone, but it's really heavy to lift. And so that's really quite a deterrent mm-hmm. for people to actually use. They don't want every week when they want to change their sheets or something to be lifting the whole bed up and, and pulling stuff out. So I would say that if you do have one of those ones or you want to get one that the mattress, um, that you pull the whole mattress up, then just test it first and see whether or not, you know, you want to be doing that constantly. And if you've got any mobility issues, I would recommend against it and get one with drawers instead because um, it's really quite heavy and not easy to to move up and down. The other thing um, about beds or bed heads with storage as well is, you know, quite often you can find ones that have bookshelves within them, within mm. the actual bed head as well, which is quite cool, but they can become dumping grounds so Mm -hmm. if you have one of those or if you're looking into one of those try and be really intentional with what you keep there and what you don't because um it can become a really convenient place I guess like a bedside table to pop empty Mm. glasses books you know bits and pieces and then it can just look really when they're tidy and neat they look amazing and can create a real sense of coziness and they're convenient and functional as well but when they're messy you know, that, that stuff is right next to your head as mm. you go to sleep. And yeah. so that's not going to create that sense of calm that we're after in the bedroom. So yeah. just 
be a bit mindful of using those spaces as a dumping ground. And it will be harder to dust as well. So if you've got lots of stuff on there, it's harder to dust and then more dust collects right next to your face. Um, So again, that's not really ideal. So moving on from beds, there's other bits of furniture that you can get in your room that can provide good storage. So one would be like a chest or blanket box or a trunk, uh, you might call it, and they can be um, really helpful as well because you can use them for you know, sitting on, you know how instead of sitting on your bed to put your shoes on, you can sit on the, the blanket box to put your shoes on or something like that. My bed's really tall and sitting on it, I can't sit on it to put my shoes on. It's just, I don't know, <laughs> it's just me, I'm short, but um, <laughs> I just feel like I'm going to fall off. And so, you know, it's, it'd be better sitting, you know, on maybe a blanket box or, or on a trunk or something like that. So I often sit on my chair to put my shoes on when it's not covered in clothes. And that that's quite, that's quite useful as well. You have to be a little bit careful with blanket boxes because they can be like they're not divided and so you have to be sort of careful how much stuff you put in there because it can become chaotic quite easily so they're really good for linen uh, or for things that you've got in their own boxes or or something like that Um, I think blanket boxes can be really useful for bulky items as well so I talked before about storing off-season clothes if you've got um you know, a bunch of ski gear or big winter jackets or things like that, and you don't want to have them hanging in your wardrobe all year round, then off season you could put things in there um, and maybe put beach towels in there um, during winter when you're not using them. What we use ours for, I have a um, one, a, quite a long one at the end of our bed, and my husband and I use it for our hats. And this is because I was finding that I've got hats of all shapes and sizes and my husband has a lot of baseball caps. That's just like right to uh, adulthood as a bloke, isn't it, to just (laughs) acquire way too many baseball caps. Anyway, and I was finding these really annoying to store in our wardrobe in a way that I thought looked nice and attractive Mm. and we had them in baskets and then they'd get a bit dusty because they weren't always being used. And then, you know, I've got some wide-brimmed hats that then things would get shoved up next to them and they end up bent. So what we've done is devoted our whole storage chest or storage trunk space to hats so that Mm. my broad-brim ones can fit in there laying flat out Um, and then we've got caps stacked in there and there's all sorts of stuff. And it's a really useful way we found to condense all of those unusually shaped kind of items um, and they're all hidden. And then it's really easy for us to just go grab a grab a cap or a hat mm. when we need one. Yeah, that's a good idea. We don't have a trunk or a blanket box, so I've got no advice on what I might store in there. But, but yeah, generally I use for clients, I'll use them for um, bulky items or off-season or linen, spare blankets, uh, spare pillows and cushions, those kinds of things. My kids have one as well, and that's because I was getting really sick of... <laughs> soft toys and teddies Mm. and they were sitting one of my daughters had them sitting around on her carpet and I said well that's you know fine but when I want to vacuum or now when she wants to vacuum um you know you have to pick them all up put them all down and they were in baskets for a while but she was worried about the feelings of the ones that were at the bottom Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we bought her a trunk and now they all fit in the trunk and it's perfect because it's again they're odd shaped Mm. and they smoosh down all right she doesn't seem to care that they're you know spend all day in the dark but well she can't see them 
Yeah, now she's getting a bit older too. It's like she doesn't necessarily want her teddies out on display, mm. but she's not quite ready to get rid of them yet or choose which ones she wants to hold on to and part with the others. So this is a way for her to keep them all without having her teddies out when, you know, her friends come over and stuff like that. So mm. um, I think they can be really, really handy in kids' rooms as well and for, you know, Mm. packing away train sets and all those other things. unusually shaped yeah. items. They've got to be um, big things. a nice way to hide them, yeah. It can't be something that um, that they're going to want to tip out onto the floor. Like, you know, don't put just loose Lego or duplex or anything in duplex, duplo, <laughs> oops, mm-hmm. um, that because you know, that just gets all tipped out and made into a mess and you end up with this layer on the bottom of the of the trunk full of just all broken bits and pieces and awful stuff so yeah i if you're going to use a trunk for toy storage definitely use baskets and tubs and dividers inside them Uh, otherwise you just end up with chaos in there Mm -hmm. but yeah big bulky soft things uh it's great for oh dress ups it's good for dress ups too especially if your kids don't care if they're hung up or not you can just sort of throw them in there um and they're it's not so bad if they just fling them all over Mm -hmm. the room they're easy to clean up compared to um you know lego yeah, and it's kids don't mind tidying up into a trunk either because you can just stuff it all in and shut the lid, you know. Mm. It's much easier than trying to um, fit things into a small space. Yeah, for sure. So one area that I always advocate that people think about when they're in a small room and are feeling a bit pressed for storage is to use wall space because so often we look at our walls as space for hanging some art possibly or some photographs or just, you know, a poster or a nice picture, but not for being functional space to store items. So think about um, using your walls to put shelves up. Um, you could use hooks or put some racks up. There's some really, really cool um, pegboards and cork boards out now that you can use for hanging jewellery or other small items, um, and you can get these really cool customised pegboards now that have different little holders and hooks that you can hang, you know, a hat or a few belts and then a scarf and then your jewellery or, you know, you can get pegboards to hang shoes on, things like that. Um, go searching and there's some and some of them are quite inexpensive as well. Cork boards like and your basic um, pin-up boards, if you pop a couple of, um, you know, the bigger thumbtacks and things like that in there to hang necklaces on and also, you know, pop some pins in there and and organise your bits and pieces, especially your small storage. It's a really easy way to get it up off the floor or off your bedside table or your dresser um, and have it as long as you're prepared to keep it neat enough that you can cope looking at it um, because that's always a bit of a trap. The other thing you could use your walls for is for fold-down storage so if you're in a really tight space obviously you can have a fold down bed um, but lots of people will have fold down desks as well if your room is doubling as your study or your office you could have a fold down desk or a hanging desk Um, and some people will have the hanging nightstands as well or bedside tables that hang down from the ceiling or fold out from the walls so they can fold back into the walls during the day and then at night time you can fold them down, pop your water bottle and your book and your cup of tea or whatever you, you need in bed. But then in the morning you can fold them back up so that they're out of the way. So there's some good options for using your wall space if you get a bit savvy. 
Yeah, and you can also use those ideas on the inside of walk-in robes as well. So quite often I'll work with clients who have, when you walk into their robe, they'll have on one side it's just all hanging and then on the other side it's just like a blank wall. And so those uh, options there are really good for that side of the walk-in robe where you can hang, you can even hang a rail like a curtain rail with hooks on them and hang handbags and hats and jewellery and scarves and all sorts of bits and pieces off that as well. So that's really, that, that sort of wall there is really, really good for hooks and rails um, just to just to use some of that space and, and free up some space uh, in the actual wardrobe part of the of the walk-in robe. Uh, so now that I'm on wardrobes, we are going to talk a little bit more about wardrobes in another episode, but we'll just cover them a little bit now. Um, maximizing the storage in your wardrobe is really quite helpful and it can really mean less time spent in the morning looking for your clothes and all that kind of stuff. The, obviously, the first thing you need to do is just declutter as much as possible. And once you've done that, then you can find appropriate storage. You can do things like um, keeping your off-season items elsewhere. So if you've got a small wardrobe, there's not going to be necessarily room for both your full winter wardrobe and your full summer wardrobe all to be in the accessible spaces. So uh, you can rotate your seasons in that case by um, boxing up your winter stuff and putting it up high or under your bed or in another room or something like that during summer and then reversing it during winter. I do that, um, a little bit of, of that, although I've pared my wardrobe down significantly. So my off-season now are really only just a few items. So in summer, my off-season items are my biggest, heaviest coats. So there's about two of those. The rest, just all my blazers and lighter jackets all stay in the wardrobe right through summer. Uh, And my thermals, because I'm a really cold person, so I've got thermals. It's it's very sexy, but (laughs) anyway. Uh, Thermals in Adelaide? Are you crazy? Uh, this is, yes. I couldn't live in Canberra. There's no way I could live in Canberra. I need my thermals. And we go to the football too. And so we're outside in, you know, eight degrees, six degrees, something like that, which is really cold. So I do have thermals and I do wear them far more than most people would. <laughs> and so they, the thermals and my um, really winter and a couple of my winter pyjamas, I do keep a couple over through, through summer, but most of them go up as well. So I've just got one small box now that I rotate and I've got, I've got this, it's a card, there's, oh, there's two, sorry, cardboard boxes. And on one side, I've got written summer clothes and on the other side, I've gotten winter clothes. And so when I swap them over, I just turn the box around and put it straight back in the cupboard. So um, that's my hmm. off-season stuff. Uh, so yeah, off-season stuff, you can, you can rotate out um, to, to use more, uh, more space. Um, any, there are, some people are hangers and some people are folders. And so you need to decide which one you are as to where your storage is going to go in your wardrobe too. If you've got, you know, like my daughter, for example, had a lot of hanging space, but she didn't like it. Um, and she said, I don't, I don't want to, I just want to fold everything. So we actually bought a chest of drawers and put it inside her wardrobe, which took up all of her low hanging space. And then she's still got a high rack across the top for a few things. And then she's got a little bit on the side 
um, for her school uniforms, but they're the only things she cares to hang up. And the rest, you know, she's happily folds um, and and puts them in those drawers. So she's much happier like that. So you'll have a natural preference yourself. Um, I'm kind of 50-50, depends on the item, but um, your your natural inclination will be the way that you go. So if you're a folder, try and maybe you could put some drawers in where your hanging space is. If you're a hanger, then you'll hang up as much as possible, um, which does save on ironing for sure. And once you get your wardrobe sorted, and can maximise the space that's in there, then there should be less stuff lying around in your room. If you can find effective ways to store shoes, then you shouldn't have a pile of shoes sitting in your room somewhere. So you almost have to reverse engineer it, declutter your room, figure out your storage in your room, but also declutter your wardrobe and figure out your storage in there. Mm. And then all the pieces of the puzzle should fit together and your space should be amazing. Fingers crossed. Mm. Um, there's some really creative solutions too that we'll get to when we talk about wardrobe, wardrobe storage, um, you know, using tie racks and hanging scarves and things like that. So stay tuned for that episode down the track. Another really handy place to store stuff is on the backs of your door. And uh, we've got one big hook on the back of our door which holds our bathrobes and um, sometimes it gets a bit mixed and he got one he only uses one and he doesn't use it very often whereas I've got a summer one and a winter one and sometimes I have two summer ones and so it it I get them falling off sometimes but um, we find that to be really handy spot to put um, our gowns and but you could you could put your jewelry on the back you could put your caps you can get those over door cap storage things where you stack the caps up so that could be a place to put caps if you've got them um you could also just stick a mirror on the back of your door as well which would be handy if you don't have a mirror on your wardrobe or on the inside of a wardrobe door then the back of your door is is another good place for a mirror yeah that's what we've we've just recently done that we had a freestanding mirror but it just it didn't seem to fit the way I wanted it to fit and we have a big walk-in wardrobe and I would have loved it to fit in there but it was too bulky and I was just trying to work out how we could still have mm. a mirror without like in a full length mirror without it taking up floor space. So we've just, we decided to go and buy a mirror. It was really inexpensive and we've stuck it to the back of our door so that we have more floor space and, um, and we still have a mirror if mm. we need one. But it always seems to be that when I've closed the door and standing looking at the mirror that the kids come barging in. <laughs> so I have to be careful. <laughs> I don't get a door in the face. Other than that, when I teach my kids to knock, <laughs> yeah. So quite often, and this can be really handy for kids as well or people in really tight spaces or apartments, you can find some of those shoe racks and holders that with all the little pocket inserts mm-hmm. um, that you can hang on the backs of doors as well. And if you don't have floor space or a cupboard um, or drawers or anything to store your shoes, you can put them in those little holders I've used those holders in a few clients houses before to store other things in kids rooms like Mm. Barbie dolls and baby clothes and things like that but those uh, back of door holders with all the pockets there's you could store so much stuff in there so Mm. yeah they're good for cords and cables sunglasses all sorts of things yeah so you just have to get a bit creative with the way that you look at your space Bedside tables as well, we covered them a bit when we talked through master bedrooms, but 
don't waste the space in your bedside tables if you need more storage. So put dividers in them or little boxes, recycle your shoe boxes if you need to, to maximize the space that you've got in there. If you don't have drawers in your bedside tables, see if you can find a basket or something else that you could maybe put under your bedside table if it's a freestanding one that you could use then to pop pop something in, pop your slippers in or um, your dressing gown if you don't hang up the back of your door, something like that so that you can, again, just use all the space. Because your bedside tables have a natural footprint anyway, if they're freestanding without drawers, use the space that's underneath underneath them rather than taking up extra space somewhere else in your bedroom as well. The other thing you can do is be a bit of a sneaky storage decorator and the way I do this is on my bedside tables I have a couple of vintage looking suitcases which are quite an attractive decorative feature but again I just have them there because they hide stuff. So I have Oh, all sorts of bits and pieces, um, you know, sunglasses. I've got some beautiful brooches. I've got jewellery that doesn't come out very often, a couple of my occasion little clutches and things like that, and they I store them in the suitcases that sit on the bedside table. So they're decorative, but because there's a nice big hollow space inside, I just fill it up as well. So when you're looking for decorative items, try and think function as well over just uh, aesthetics. Another thing that you can do to create more space in your room or to use the room a little bit better is to move your furniture around. And it's worth experimenting with the furniture that you have and where it sits because you might find that you do hit on something that works really well for you. So it's worth having a go, moving some things around. Um, Can you move your bed around? Uh, Can you Um, move things like Tara's mirror can you eliminate some furniture is there stuff there that you actually don't really need once you declutter you might find that you can actually get rid of some furniture uh, as well Um, we had two a big 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 that we had a built-in robe as well as a standalone wardrobe in our bedroom and our bedroom's really quite small and so we got rid of the big standalone wardrobe decluttered some clothes and now we have a small chest of drawers that's in that spot instead which doesn't take up nearly as much space and that we keep our linen in and so we sort of rearranged the furniture that way and the room feels so much bigger we also changed our curtains back when Mick first bought this house he put in uh, it was in the 90s so they were dusty pink (laughs) um, massive big curtains in the bedroom and they kind of came out a long way they were big thick block out ones with a pelmet and they were in a small bedroom, they seem to take up a lot of space. So when we renovated a few years ago, um, I finally we finally got rid of them. We had to actually, they were so big we couldn't get them out of the house. We had to send them through the window. It was hilarious. But we got rid of those big curtains and we put a blind on the inside of the window and then sheer curtains over the front. So now we've really got all we've got coming into the room are those sheer curtains. So that um, saved us a lot of space as well. And I think you need to relook at some of those big things that you've got in your room and not just take them as a given. Things like a bulky wardrobe, if it's big and it's heavy and it's dark and you're in a small space, it can feel really overwhelming. So you could maybe trade that out. And there are some really funky clothes racks that you can get now with shoe storage at the bottom 
Um, you can get vintage hangers and you can almost make your wardrobe look like a bit of an art display or you can put it in the corner of a room rather than in the middle of a wall and you create some more floor space. So I think if you've got the time and the inclination, Google Creative's bedroom storage ideas and go for it. There is so much stuff on the internet. There's a lot of stuff on Pinterest and you can get really inspired and get creative with ways to create more storage in your room, find some storage hacks and stop feeling overwhelmed by all the stuff sitting around. This week's challenge is jewellery. So we want you to spend a little bit of time this week just going through some of your jewellery and seeing if all of it is useful and loved and valuable to you still. There are a lot of things that we do hang on to jewellery-wise for a very long time even though we stop wearing them. So uh, give it a critical review, curate it and uh, cull anything that you don't need anymore. Poke through, see if you can just reduce the volume of jewellery that you're hanging on to a little bit. Thanks for joining us. If you've enjoyed listening, we'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or via Facebook and Instagram or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklivecoaching.com.